Darian. I'm Chesley. And this is the Weird Wives Club podcast. Where we talk about true crimes, cult stuff, conspiracies, and ghost stories. And today we are going to be talking about a few haunted places that we both have personally been to and are super both interested in and decided that we needed to share it. Do you want to go first since I went sure, first? Sure, yeah. Last I week? Go first. Okay. Okay, so I am going to be talking about the Birdcage Theater, which is located in Tombstone, Arizona, which is known for like the OK Corral, Doc Holliday, Wyatt Earp, all those guys, you know, the movie Tombstone, which I have not seen. I have not seen the movie Tombstone. It's fine. (laughs) Is Um, that a prerequisite? (laughs) Jackson told me I needed to, but I was like, he wouldn't watch it with me, so I'm like, if you're not going to watch with me, I'm not going to do it. That's, like, Logan's <laughs> dad's favorite movie, and I have seen clips of it because he watches it constantly, but never enough to know what it's about. Yep. I know Sam Elliott's in it. I know apparently that it's very gory. That's the only part, because a bunch of people died. <laughs> oh, well, um, I mean, that doesn't bother me, but, no, like... No. But, like, that's the only thing I've heard about is that it's a gory movie. And is there about, romance? I don't know. I bet. I mean, what Western movie doesn't have some kind of romance? But, I mean, if there's not romance, I don't want to watch it. Right. I, do, I do know that the true story of, like, Wyatt Earp, he had, like, three wives. Holy cow, So, Batman. I'm assuming that it's par, par Okay, I had Wyatt Earp in my story, and I deleted him from my story because I didn't think he was that interesting. But all he of was, a sudden, he's he, I did learn a little bit about him, and now that I'm, like, talking about it, I'm like, I don't remember anything that I read about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, like, had, his name was Wyatt Earp. He had a bunch of brothers, and they would go and do, like, um, what's it called? I don't want to say gold digging because that doesn't seem like <laughs> the right word. But they would go and and like, uh, what's the word? I can't think of. The I word. have no idea what the word is. What is it called? I'll look him up again. Maybe I missed something. It's like Hit mining, me. gold mining. Oh my gosh, wow. am I stupid? <laughs> but they like everybody was in Tombstone to mine like gold and silver and stuff. So that's why this whole town became very popular and. The Birdcage Theater itself opened in December 26th, 1881. Um, it was owned by Lottie and Billy Hutchison. Hutchinson. I can't spell on my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and they, so it was open from 1881 and closed in 1889. And then after that, it opened back up in 1929 for the Hell Days, which is a festival held in Tombstone every year. But after 1929, it closed again until 1934. So from like 1892 to like pretty much 1934, it was like completely closed off, which makes me think like what, what was it doing? It was just sitting there. Yeah. And it's known as one of like the most like historically correct buildings because it's very well preserved. Like everything in there is pretty much the exact same and has never been touched. Wow, that's really um, cool. One of the things that is known for the Birdcage Theater is the longest running poker game in history. Um, it was paid continuously for 24 hours a day for eight years, five months, and three days. Oh my gosh. Like, nonstop. Throughout the whole game, it was as much as, like, $10 million changed hands during the game, and the house retained about 10%, um, and to buy in was $1,000, Whoa. which back then That's was, a like, crap ton, and it had a lot of participants, but they, I mean, they, obviously it wasn't the same exact people for eight years, so they, obviously, they, changed, they changed people all the time. It included Doc Holliday, Bat Masterson, Diamond Jim, George Hurst, Adolphus Bush from the Bush Brewery, like Bush Beer, oh. and then Wyatt Earp. I'm so um, glad you clarified Bush Beer because I was like, <laughs> Bush like, Brewery cool. of 
And then in the, the for the whole theater, it was obviously they had like shows and stuff. It had a 15 by 15 stage, which was about five feet above the main floor. There was an orchestra pit in front. And then on the front of the stage, it had gas jets for lights. The, the whole theater had 14 boxes that you could like sit in. That's where the ladies of the night would go and entertain. Um, and they had two balconies that were on either side and they used a dumb waiter for, for down below to get like beer, whiskey, cigars, things like that up to the boxes so that way they didn't have to be disturbed during their private time. I love that these women of the night, these like sex workers of the 1800s just decided, you know what, I'm hot and I'm going to use that to make money and be my own woman and yes. not just like have to get married off to some ugly, dirty man. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's my favorite thing about Old West. Like I could give <laughs> no, le I could not give any less cares about any of the cowboys, oh, yeah. any of the gunslingers. I want to know about these sex workers. And Later on, I have a good story about two fighting to the death, pretty much. Ready. Um, but for the, so my favorite, so I've been here. We went um, June of 2017, me, my dad, my brother, and my sister. And we were going from Texas to California to go to a family reunion. And so we decided to stop in Arizona on the way there. We were like, we have to stop in Tombstone. We are huge fans of Ghost Adventures. Like, I can't remember a time where we weren't watching it from, like, the very... I remember the first few seasons because we used to watch it so often then. <laughs> <clears throat> and I remember watching the Birdcage Theater episode. So it was, like, so cool that we were actually going to go be in a place that they were at. I was, like, so excited. Um, and one of the first, like, stories that, like, the tour guide told us is because we walked in, we got there at, like... I can't remember exactly what time we got there, but it was... We were there till like, at least 1 o'clock in the morning. I think it was, like, 6 o'clock when we started. And we get in there, we go, and there's, like, the gift shop, like, lobby area, which is still completely exactly how it was. The big bar was known as the Belly Up Bar, and it was the mirror and, like, the actual bar itself. It was originally made in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Then it was shipped on the Star of India around to the tip of South America, and then up to the West Coast, like, Mexico area, and then was hauled by a freight wagon the rest of the way. Oh my god. So it took it had a long, long journey, like super long. And then on the other side of the wall is where you see the stairs going up into the balconies. Every like I told you earlier, all the stuff is very small, very narrow, because back then people weren't very tall, they weren't very big. So it was a lot smaller and easier to use. And then by those stairs was this picture called Fatima. I've heard two separate stories. One, that she was, like, a dancer at the Birdcage Theater, and then she went on to become, like, an actress and did all these things. They had this painting made of her, and she sent it to them. But then someone else said it was just made by a random guy, and she's just, the picture is just a random chick. What? No. So, yeah. I'm not allowing that. I know. I was like, I don't, I want to believe that she, because her name is Fatima on the picture, but I think her, like, obviously she goes by something else. But I couldn't find all that information, so I was a little annoyed. But, like, the bar is, like, super nice. Like, it is huge. Like, it's probably, obviously, people at home cannot see this, but it's, like, twice the size of this wall, probably. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's a big bar. It's huge, and it's tall, and, like, you can see, like, it's, like, one of the, like, first, like, handmade, like, mirrors, so it's, like, old-looking. Mm. So cool. With the Birdcage Theater, obviously, it is known to be haunted. Legend is that there are about 26 people who have been killed at the Birdcage Theater, the New York Times reported that the Birdcage Theater is the wildest, wickedest night spot between Basin Street and the Barbary Coast. 
So even back then they knew that it was a crazy place. Over 141 bullet holes are in the building to this day. Like you can oh see gosh. them like in the paintings, in the pictures, in the walls, everything. It's insane. That is crazy. <laughs> Um, and what was really cool, so for the tour, obviously they take us in. We They did give us EMF detectors, which was kind of funny because there's this older guy, I can't remember his name, but he kind of hung out with us while we were doing the tour. And we kept getting, our EMF kept going off, like, all the time. We found out it was phones. It was easily. Oh, no. So we were a little bit annoyed, so we ended up putting all of our phones, and I think it was either my purse or my sister's purse, so that way it wasn't, like, that big. But we did find, we did get some EMF here and there. Um, one of my favorite stories that she told us in, like, the main room where, like, all the balconies were, there's these two, like, mannequins with, like, cowboy outfits on. And, of course, I couldn't find this information either, so people can get mad at me all day long. But there was two guys. I'm pretty sure it's Doc Holliday and then one of his enemies. They both had booths next to each other, and they hated each other. Well, the story goes that the two mannequins were in the wrong booth, but they didn't know that. And so they would, they would find, like, piece, like, the hat flown across the room, they would find, like, the mannequin, like, almost falling out of the balcony. They couldn't figure out why, so they finally switched them, and it didn't happen anymore. And then they're fine. So, like, the whole story is one of the guys was mad that the wrong mannequin was in his booth. I mean, that's his booth. I so that much sass I know, mannequin. I know. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. And then for the poker game, so the poker game down, is downstairs in the very back. It is exactly the same. Dirt floor. They had two bordello rooms where women could go. All the furniture is still there, has never been moved. Whoa. Um, and then all the poker table, I mean, the, one of the chairs has even fallen over and it's still that way. Oh and goodness. people will, like, bring money and, like, throw it onto the table to continue the game, like, in the afterlife. Oh, cool. Um, so it was really cool to see. We took pictures and they have, like, this mannequin with, like, the Crypt Keeper mask on. And they have, like, two little mannequins playing in the back. Um, it, was, it was really cool. Everything is the exact same. Like, they were, like, we've, like, seriously, we've never, like, they don't dust, they don't clean up, they just have little, like, um, this thing, a barrier keeping you from the other side. Like, this is, I'm showing her a picture. That's exactly how it is to this day. People throw dollars over this. <laughs> yeah, save that so that we can yeah. put it on our Insta. Um, but it's all, like, you can see how dusty it is. Oh, my goodness. Um, they have the mannequins in the back, all the chairs, all the poker chips, all the cards. It was, really it was cool. so cool. And then I'm trying to see if you can see it in this picture. Oh, yeah, that's the little scary mannequin guy they have. Oh, yeah. And we'll post these pictures. But back here, can't really see it. So there's, like, the barrier right here. Back there is, like, this little closet thing that goes nowhere. And it is so creepy. Like, it just It just looks like an unfinished area, and they've never finished it. So it's, like, it, it's really weird. Like, you can kind of see it in this, like, right back there. Oh, weird. And they would let us go back there and, like, take pictures. And then let me see if I can find the bordello rooms. I should have had these ready. <laughs> I didn't have any pictures prepared for Miss Molly. I didn't think so. I... I was like, oh, I don't need to. But then I was like, I want to show you these. All right, so here's one of the bordello rooms. Like, you look in. And apparently this one of these rooms was, like, Wyatt Earp. Um, but it's, like, all these furniture. And you can see, like, all the heaters and stuff. There's two of them, like, side by side. And they still have, like, the... All the makeup stuff on it, the curtains, the chairs. It looked like there was a hand in that picture. <laughs> really? Doesn't it? Ooh, yes. Is that something that I'm... It does look a little bit... This photo looks very, like... Touched. Touched, so I don't... Uh, I okay, do see it. It looks, like, it looks like the hand's like this. It kind of looks like it's, like, holding a cigarette or yeah. something. And it looks very dainty. There oh, must there, be a mannequin it, or something in the... Oh, oh no, no, it's, it's that chair. Debunked. <laughs> I'm sad now. I know, me too. I was like, yeah! 
That chair does look mis- like dece- deceptively like a hand. Man, I was kind of hoping. I was like, oh, look at that. But yeah, so that's kind of, I mean, there's cool. not really like a crazy history. They did have like a lot of like famous people that would come to do like show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will sit here and click. They had like a bunch of famous people who would come and like do their shows. They had Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. Mademoiselle <laughs> de Granville. Her name was Alma Hayes. She was called the female Hercules, and she would known for like her strength, and she would pick up heavy things with her teeth. I'm in love with her. I know. <laughs> and then they had like Irish comics. Um, they had a duo, John H. Burns and Matthew Trayers. They had a comic singer, Irene Baker. There was an opera singer named Carrie Delmar that was there. Comedian Nola Forrest. Um, they also had like masquerade balls. Where they would have cross-dressing entertainment. I want to go to a masquerade. I ball. know, so bad. And Especially if there's gonna be drag queens there. Yeah, like right? I'm extra in. Right. But yeah. So they had all that kind of stuff, and they would do shows all the time. Let me let me tell you about the two pro- or sex workers. I'll stop having to use that <laughs> word. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so there is these two. Um, there and um, they weren't called ladies of the night. They were considered painted ladies. Oh. That was like their their name. But there was these two madams. One was Margarita. She was the one that she was the madam of the Birdcage Theater. And then there was little Gertie that called her. They called her Gold Dollar because she was really good and got a gold dollar. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she was in a rival brothel called the Crystal Palace. Well, Gold Dollar was a very jealous person. She had this boyfriend named Billy Millig- Milligren, I think Milligreen. I don't know what it was. Um, his name was Billy. And he would come to the Birdcage Theater and would play, like, poker. And he'd go to the other places. Well, she was like, as long as you don't mess around with anybody else, like, we're good. Like, I'm with you. Like, whatever. Well, Margarita heard about this and heard about how jealous she is. So she's like, ooh, I need to, need to stir the pot a little bit. So the night, one night he came in and she immediately goes over, sits in his lap, is flirting it up. And little gold dollar decides, I'm going to go check on him at the exact same time that Margarita starts sitting down in his lap. Well, she gets a little mad, and apparently, and I say apparently because she was, there's no evidence of this, but apparently used her four-inch stiletto and either plunged it into her chest, almost cutting out her heart, or, like, they don't know if it was, the like, cut out her heart or, like, the side of her chest, but poor Margarita died. Bled out. Holy cow. So, Gold Dollar runs, of course, and, I'm going to say apparently again, but, like, it said that she threw the heel behind the birdcage theater. It was never found. And then I kept seeing that the heel is apparently on display somewhere, but I couldn't find any pictures of it, and I do not remember this at the birdcage theater. Oh, my goodness. So I don't know if that's just not a thing or if it's at another museum or something. Man, I wouldn't be plunging my heel into her. I'd be <laughs> plunging my heel into him. You would think so. But, no, Margarita made it very obvious. Like, they fought before all that happened, but she made it very obvious that she did not give a crap. Oh and she, unfortunately, died. And they think that she's, like, a, a naked ghost that shows up in the, in the theater a lot. Um, but she was never, Goldar was never charged because they didn't have any evidence. So she literally got off scot-free for killing this chick. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I was like, dang. And they didn't tell us this story when I was there. Like, I don't remember that at all. Whoa. And, yeah. That should be something they throw out there. <laughs> I know. Like, that's what I want to know about. But yeah, they had all those stories. And then at the end of the night, we ended up sitting around in the backstage uh, where they had a bunch of other 
I don't want to say props because it's not props, but all these different artifacts and stuff, like including the Black Mariah, which is a horse-drawn hearse. It was one of the first vehicles with curved glass, and that was the hearse that was used to take all the bodies down to Boot Hill, which is the cemetery in Tombstone, which you can also go to, and it has, a, like, there's all these graves, and you can see why, how they died or when they died, like, all these different things. That's cool. Um, which is very interesting because I li- I, we really liked going to that except it was so hot. Because they give you, at Boot Hill, they give you a, like, pamphlet of every single body. So you can literally just go down the line. And I have it, but I cannot find it anywhere. I know. I have one somewhere, but I could not find it. It's been so long since then. But you got to see all of them. And I remember seeing a lot of the names that are, like, famous. And you see a lot of them that are, like, a lot of them are minors who died and, like, they were drowned or they got they were collapsed on or there's some where they would fight over poker or girls and like it says it on there and it's kind of ridiculous now to think of this but they even have a few that it just says chinaman because there would be chinaman that would come and die and they just they would either put their name or they just put chinaman oh my god it's ridiculous like he's still a person he's still a person (laughs) but yeah so i got to sit beside the black mariah where it was actually behind me and I remember from the Ghost Adventures episode that they got a lot... I think they made Aaron go and sit under it. Okay, I don't mean to turn this into, like, an Aaron love fest. I love Aaron. <laughs> but Aaron is my favorite. He's been like, my favorite from the beginning. <laughs> I was just thinking when you were talking about, like, watching it from the beginning, I was like, man, like, I think Aaron is, like, one of my he's first been my, crushes. Yes, <laughs> yes, and he's been my favorite person because he's just so, like, honest and, and funny. He's so funny, and I feel so bad when they always make him go sit by himself, but he's yes. such a, like, he's such a troop. He is such a trooper. Like. <laughs> he's my, av- like, if, I think if I could meet anybody, because I, I feel like, I don't think I've met really anybody famous, but, like, if I could, yeah. I'd want to meet him. That would be really like, cool. I think the so most cool. famous person that I've met, quote-unquote, is I got to meet Breaking Benjamin at Ooh. a show. Somehow... Like, we had gotten lawn seats at this uh, outdoor festival where they were playing. And Breaking Benjamin at the time was my favorite band. Like, I thought I was going to cry watching them. Loved I feel them. That. I feel that. And they had a Q&A on the stage. And Benjamin was sitting there. And I had a shirt, like, tied onto my bag that I had bought. But I didn't put on. And it didn't fit in my bag because we were only allowed to bring in such a size bag. Yeah. And he's like, hey, is that a shirt? And I was like, yeah. He goes, is it one of mine? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, yeah. And he was like, let me have it. And I was like, here you go. Here's my $50 shirt, Benjamin. I have no idea what you're going to do with it. But, and he signed it oh. for me. And then I was walking away after the Q&A was over. And this lady was like, hey, are you here with friends? And I was like, yeah, I have like five friends with me. And she's like, well, I have six extra VIP tickets. Do you want them? And I was like, well, how much? And she goes, oh, they're just extra. Like, you can just have them. Oh, my God. And so me and my friends got to go and take pictures with them and meet them. And That's amazing. Like, I'm tr- now I'm trying to think if I've met anybody. I did like, cry. <laughs> I would have. I know when I was, like, little, I met um, Jim Brickman, who is this, like, piano player. Oh, cool. And Nick Lachey's brother, and I can't remember his name, but he was there, like, <laughs> singing. My memory is horrible when I have to know stuff. Uh, but he was there, and I was, like, freaking out. And I was, I was probably, like, 12. Not even 12, I don't think. My mom dragged us to this Jim Brickman concert, and I loved it. I don't think I've met... I mean, I know that I've, like, been places where other famous people were physically at. Yeah. Like, I remember going to a football game when I was in, like, middle school, and Neil McCoy, a country singer, he lived in... 
who's from Spring Hill, Texas. Oh, cool. And he was there at the game. Like, yeah. I can't remember if he was watching, like, his kids or something, but he was, like, a few rows down. Yeah. And we were like, holy crap. And then I went to, a, like, I've had a famous guy go to my high school. Jamie Foxx went to my high school. Oh, cool. But, like, meeting, I think that's it. <laughs> but yeah. if I could meet Aaron, that would be, like, <laughs> full circle. One day. Back to Aaron. It this has to happen. When I worked at the country club, like, people would come in and be like, oh, that's a that's a Dallas Cowboys player. And I'd be like, eh. who? I or, have, oh, that's a Dallas I, Mavericks player. I did like, meet almost all the Dallas Stars because I did work for the Dallas Stars. Oh, that's point. really I got cool. To meet I, Kurt, I forgot about that. I met Curtis McKenzie. I was in love with him at some <laughs> Embarrassed the living shit out of myself because my boss went and got him to tell him that I liked him. And he came up to the skate desk because I worked where, like, the skates were. And I was cleaning skates off. And he just pops up in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> And that same day I had a theater final. And I had bright blue eyeshadow on and an ugly Christmas sweater because we did our, like, our, like, a play final. And I was a tacky mom. Well, if he does not love you and your blue <clears throat> right, eyeshadow and your ugly right, Christmas sweater, he's not worth it. Right. And then I got to meet Cody Eakin, who smells really good, by the way. We took a picture together because they were having like their family Christmas party in the arena and I got to take a picture. I was like, they smelled really nice. Oh my gosh. So there you go. And half these guys were like all my age and they're like six feet taller than me. And like making significantly more than you are at this Oh my gosh, yes. Like there was one, I don't know how he got on hockey, but Valnachushkin, he's actually from my stepmom's country in Russia. Oh, okay. Same like area. And he, like, we have, I think our birthday's, like, a month apart, and he's twice my size and makes a million times more than me. Twice as successful. <laughs> yes. I'm sitting there tying skates. Logan's, like, <laughs> telling me the other day how if he had continued playing football, he could be a pro, pro football player. Yeah, don't take a drink now. <laughs> that he, yeah, he was like, I should have stayed in football. I, I regret, this is not how he talks at all, but he's like, <laughs> he's like, I regret not playing football in high school because I think I could have gone pro. And I was like, where? Where do you think you could have gone pro? <laughs> in New Zealand? Like, wh- where do you think you're going to get to play pro football? Yeah, he also tried to convince me that he could play pro baseball. I think men's just <laughs> egos are inflated to it. Like, I can hit the ball. I'm pro. Degree. I'm pro. I can throw a baseball almost as fast as the pros can. Ergo, I am a pro. Same, 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 same. <laughs> you know, that that's like me being like, oh my gosh, I can hit a note like in tune once in a while. I could be a pro singer. Mm-hmm. That, it's exactly the same. Oh, we were talking about the Black Mariah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to the, this turn from an Aaron Love Fest to... to I hate the Dallas Stars. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the celebrities that I've met to I love the celebrities that I've met and... And back to the hearse. <laughs> and back to the hearse. But yeah, so I sat in front of this hearse, and I decided to put my phone on record. Unfortunately, didn't get anything. I was very upset. I was like, I really wanted something. Yeah. Like, the whole rest of the night after we left, I literally had my headphones, and I was, like, listening to it and had the volume all the way oh. up, trying to see if I could get something. But I didn't get anything. I mean, I didn't really put it through any kind of, like, stuff either. I probably, yeah. could. I probably could have gotten something if I had, like, put it through something, but just my ears didn't hear anything. But I And I was... I mean, I love everything to do with ghosts, and I was terrified the whole time. I was holding my sister's hand <laughs> the whole time, yeah, because I was like, the one time that I get touched by something, her hand's being broken off. Oh my but gosh! I, I was just ready for. It. I was like, and obviously all the lights are out. You can't see anything. There was we probably had. Why they turned the lights out? They turned everything off. The entire building was black. What? 
So that way you could like hear and like things because you had to be quiet for a little bit so that way you could like hear stuff. But we had all these old people with us. <laughs> and by old, I mean like they were in like their 50s and 60s. <laughs> old because at the time, my, I was, I think I had just turned 21. And then my siblings were both in high school. So they were like young. So we're a lot younger than there was my dad, of course, who's not old at all. I, mean, I don't even think he's 50 yet. You're welcome, dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they just kept asking stupid questions. And it really kind of annoyed us because we like I said we love ghost adventures we like study that crap on the on part of the road trip my dad would be driving and we literally would have one of our phones up watching ghost adventures in the car getting ready for this whole thing and they just kept asking stupid questions like you usually in like in like ghost adventures they say like what is your name how old are you like asking like how did you die where are you like things like that and they would be asking stupid questions like are you hungry are you tired? Those He's, are lame. We don't care. <laughs> First of all, they'd be a ghost. Yes. Like I don't I don't think they really They're not hungry. No, they're not hungry. And it was just and they just said it in such like a sarcastic way. Like Like they not, didn't believe anything. Yes, and it's not not saying that me and my siblings are like the most professional ghost hunters out there. As yeah. You know. But we were like there, like really, really, really hoping that something would happen. And I remember sitting there, and a lot of the times I had my eyes closed because I was really scared to look up and like see <laughs> something. But there was a lot of times, like I was at the very back of the room and I could see the like steps going down on the stage. Mm. And a few times, I swear I saw a shadow, but like I wasn't sure. I was like, this could just be the lights messing with me. Yeah. Because like I would stare at it. And I'd stare at it, stare at it, and I just, like, I couldn't see any, like, I couldn't really tell, but I swear there was, like, some of it. And we kept hearing footsteps. That was the first time I've ever heard, like, real footsteps. And, like, there's nobody else there. Like, all the employees, like, there was just the one tour guide, and then all the people, we like, nobody was in the bathroom. That's really cool. It was, like, midnight, so there's nobody around. You can hear the people in the bar a few, like, places down, but you could tell it was the But difference. it's not, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you could hear the footsteps, and... Another cool thing I forgot to add, they gave us a squeaky toy, because apparently there's a ghost dog there. <gasps> I know. And so my sister got to ghost dog. It was this hamburger squeaky toy. Oh my yes. god. Yes. And uh, there was a table in between. And he probably didn't get squeaky I toys. Know. Yeah. So they said they, they try to give him toys whenever they can. I'm gonna cry. That's so cute. They should just, like, leave the, the toy there for him to play with. I know. Listen to him I squeak would, it. I would go the extra, like... 500 extra miles, and I'd put, like, a dog bed. I'd have, like, a whole little corner for right? it. Right? Here's Fido's corner. Yes. But, like, we would squeak it every now and again, and it, would, it was so funny because it would scare everybody. Oh, my goodness. we just, like, we're not going to be, like, we're squeaking now. Like, we'd just do it. Yeah. And people would get, like, freaked out. And there was a table in the middle that had, um, like, some, like, the, like, recording devices and stuff. And I think it had a few EMF detectors and then um, poker chips and, like, cards and stuff to try to, get them and like would like play with them and stuff and right before we left is when we got the picture so my brother was sitting next to me and he took a picture with the flash and we have he had just gotten like the new iphone at the time Mm -hmm. and so the camera was like really nice like he had the best camera out of all of our phones and it did live photos and it did live photos yes so he took a picture and he took a few and we started going through them and we start playing the live photos and we caught an orb and I screamed. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Like we were freaking out. We showed every. We didn't know any of the people there, but we were like, "Look, look, 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 look. going around and showing every single person." And like I, I could have peed my pants. I was so excited. Like that's how excited I was. 
and my brother, my brother, he, he was, I think, like, a freshman in high school. And he's like, look, we got a picture. And he's like, um, I got a picture. Oh, my gosh. Like, shut up. Just shut up. But, man, oh, my. And that is, like, my favorite picture ever. I think I will, like, show every person. Well, and in the picture, you can kind of see how the orb just kind of, like, appears. Yes. It's and not that's, like it floats across And that's why we are, like, 99% sure that it is an actual orb. Because the photo that it is on is a matte painting like we stood up the lights came back on and we looked around that entire area to find anything reflective because there were some shiny things on the table but nothing shiny enough to reflect we even tried recreating the photo didn't do anything like and you can clearly see it like form like comes out from nothing to the big orb and then disappears like straight across and oh my god it's really cool it is the coolest thing i'm gonna try and figure out if i can post it on our instagram or our website or something because it is, like, the most... Because I, I, I'm, like, 50-50 with believing. Like, I do believe... Oh, I'm, like, 130. I know you are, <laughs> yes. I want to get to that point. Because, like, I've never been... I've never... None of my family, besides, like, my siblings, are the kind of people who, like, have had haunted houses or go do stuff like that. So I never really was in an area to see the kind of stuff. Yeah. But I've always been interested in it. Cool. I had a friend in high school who has a haunted house that has a few ghosts. Which I'm pretty sure I've seen one of his ghosts. I was really tired, so I don't know if it was a ghost or not, but... <laughs> just a ghost. Um, but I've never like done anything, so I was like really excited to see something or experience something, and the orb picture was just for that night. It was totally enough. It made it up to the fifty percent. It made it up. So I was like, that is so cool. And then there's sometimes where like I do follow like Facebook page, like paranormal stuff, and people post pictures of their outside camera with bugs, and they're like, oh look at these orbs I'm, like, crawling across the screen. You can see the legs. It is not an orb. <laughs> and sometimes I want to be that jerk and be like. This is stupid. <laughs> but I can't be that mean yeah. to people, especially because they're so excited about it. Yeah. But I also can't be that person that goes, oh my god, look, yay. Like, I can't. No. I'm not going to encourage you. I don't comment on anything. Like, <laughs> I follow either. so many, like, paranormal groups. Yes. Or, or even, like, goth fashion groups or whatever. Like, I follow so many people on Instagram that are, like, groups. Never comment. Hardly ever like anything. I don't like I'm anything. I'm the worst group member ever. I don't even like, like, family stuff. Like, when I'm on, like, right? I, don't, I don't do it on purpose. I just don't do it. I just scroll, like, oh, look, they went on vacation. Oh, look, they posted a cool video. If people like members of their family and stuff, I will like it. But, like, I have a problem with, for instance, Aunt Jan's really racist post. I'm like, man, I don't want to follow that. <laughs> I don't want to like that. That's nasty. Yeah. So... I just try to ignore those. But, people. like, even on Instagram, like, I'll be scrolling. I follow so many people, which actually I started. I looked at my Instagram following. I'm following 666 people. Girl, you need one more. One I know. Less. You can unfollow me. <laughs> I thought, I was like, that's forget about it. You don't have to follow me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good plan. I'm looking, I'm looking you up. I'm, it might have changed because I think I did unfollow. Oh, 664. We're good. Ooh, okay, I'm safe. Ooh. Okay, let's see how many I follow. Hold but on. I did think it was really funny that it said 666. I was like, hey. How much is it? Please tell me it's... It's 1,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you want to know how many followers I have? 324. Yeah, I have 575 followers. Holy cow. following 664. Because a few years ago, after high school, so I don't talk to anybody from high school at all. Not a single person, which I'm fine with. But I went through and, like, got rid of everybody from high school like people that I didn't even know in high school that went to my high school I was friends with on Facebook yeah because back when Facebook like became a thing you friended everybody even people you didn't know so I think I went from like 2,000 friends to like 300 in like a day because oh I was goodness. like I don't know I don't like you I don't I don't care about you I don't want to see your stuff I don't know you yes and then like Instagram like all I used 
was one of those people who would go and do like the giveaway things all the time like like follow this page go like these people go follow them and you'll get like a free giveaway maybe and I, I used to do that all the time I'm not proud <laughs> I didn't have a Facebook <laughs> until I was in high school I was not oh. allowed to have a Facebook until I was in high school and then the only reason I got it is because I was an officer in choir and so we did a lot of like event announcing and stuff on our like choir Facebook page and so I would accept anybody who I knew was in choir and so I had like a thousand or something people on my Facebook and I went through and unfriended all of them Mm -hmm. that like were still in high school or that I didn't talk to or whatever I was just like I don't need to see all that so I went down vastly but all my stuff's on private now since yeah I have it on private because I'm just like I don't need not that I have like anything that strangers are gonna take it's all pictures of my dog now like not like you're gonna get anything you're more than welcome to follow (laughs) the weird wives club podcast uh Instagram though it is at weird wives club podcast right yes at weird Weird wives club podcast it's completely open it's not private we post everything on there there is nothing on our private instagrams that are interesting my last post is from hold on let me look and i was like i'm gonna my last post is from august 11th of 2020 mine's from march 10th and it's a picture of my dog one before that is from august 15th 2020 Picture of my dog. Yeah. From before that is June 15th. Picture of my dog. And if you want to see pictures of Chesley's dog, we are more than happy to post them on the Weird Wives Club podcast. I have three, so I have plenty to pick from. It's called a mascot. Yes. So, okay, I'm sorry. You. <laughs> the last thing I remember talking about was the picture. Oh, yeah, the picture. So the I'm going to try, I really want to try and see if I can get video, like, to put it on, because it's a live photo going to try and put it on the Instagram as, like, a video. Because you yeah. can still see it in, like, the video. It's not as prominent as the live photo. Yeah. But I'm like, I just need it to be out. I think we just need to try to figure out how to, like, slow it down. Because yeah. it's way faster. It's really fast. Like, you almost, like, my lovely husband likes to say, oh, look at that dirt speck. And I just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> Makes me so mad because, like, I'm, like, the one and thing I'm proud of. be so excited because it would be an orb. He He's also, like, a 110% believer we need to get Jackson to this point because he like like I I will go so far if like, he doesn't believe in anything and nothing happens I will go pay someone to put a like to scare the crap out of him <laughs> and make him think that it's like a real thing like we're gonna go to a hotel and I'm gonna have like a speaker in the in like the vent so that way he thinks that he hears something yeah. so that way he gets on board it's driving oh me God. nuts because he looks at me like I show him all these things and he's like what so stupid oh my goodness <laughs> Where's your desk photo? And I'm like, where's your divorce papers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making that into like an inspirational quote poster. Where's your desk photo? Where's, where's your, your divorce, divorce papers? No, number, no, idea number 542 of our t-shirt ideas. Dude, I'm writing that down. <laughs> I, told, I told Jackson that we need to have like a line of husband. Like you were saying it too. We need to have like a line of husband like merch. Yes. <laughs> It'd be great. I also love the idea of having, like, a quote section on our website. Yes. And I'm pretty sure, so I think that's it of all of my notes. Like, I'm, like, trying to think if there's anything else about the Birdcage Theater besides the fact that it, it closed in 18, what, 82? Not 82. So it was open from 1881 to 1892. Mm-hmm. And that's when all the, the poker game was going on. And actually, in 1882, miners hit water about 620 feet down 
and for a, and that's where the silver ore was, and a lot of the mm. deposits were underwater. And for a long time, they were able to work with it. Like, it was just constantly flowing, but it wasn't enough that it was a problem. But then it did, it really did stop it. After, after a while, and people drowned. Because, mm. I mean, these people were, like, desperate. They went down there and would, like, like, there's so many, there's so many mines out there that are either co- completely collapsed or you can't even get to anymore or yeah. just so dangerous and these guys just went down there. They were like, I need this money. Like, I yeah. want this money. And people made bank. bank Enough yes. to be able to spend $1,000 on a yes. game. Oh, yeah. Because at one point, it, I didn't, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but it was sold to some other people after a while, after fiasco with the flooding. And that's when they tried to make it into more of a, a show. But besides our experience, we didn't really see or hear too much. We did, like I said, we did hear footsteps. Um, nobody else really there seemed to have caught anything. We were like the only ones that really got like an actual mm-hmm. thing on camera. But it is known that visitors and employees report seeing the ladies of the nights and men in cowboy hats. Um, people have been have claimed to be like pushed or touched. They'll hear laughing. They'll hear like arguing and yelling. They'll hear like the old west music. Like they have like the piano that still plays. And we even played some of the music while we were there, like the old old timey stuff. Cool. Um, and that was one of the things too. They kept. The people who kept saying the stupid questions, they'd be like, you want to play poker? And it was just so, like, monotone and stupid like that. And it was, that was, it was like, mocking it. Yes, and it was just, you hungry? Are you tired? Where are you? Like, just. Well, and, like, I think you could ask questions like that without mocking. And that's, that was the difference. Because we, a lot of other people in the room did ask actual questions. Mm -hmm. We were asking questions, but there was just this group of people who just, like, why are you here? Yeah. (laughs) If you don't believe in it and you don't. And you're not open to believing exactly. in it. There's no exactly. reason for you to be here and mock the those of us that do. Exactly. That kind of happened when um, Logan and I went to San Antonio. We went on a ghost tour. And it kind of seemed like most of the people there were really serious. And then there was one person that I think he was like the husband of somebody who was really serious. From what I could tell. Or boyfriend. If it was the boyfriend, girl, I hope you dumped him. Mm-hmm. Because he was horrible. He would be like, this is stupid. Like, I'm not seeing anything. These aren't, like, dust photos. Like, he was, like, mad that he was being drug along and that all these people around him believed and he didn't. Like, instead of being, like, mocking or whatever, he was just mad. I was like, man. And see, that, and that's a nice thing because my husband just said the other day that he would love to go along. Yeah. But I was like, as long as you're open-minded. Jackson's easy. Yeah. Like, he would would be fine, I think. But that would make me so mad. Like, just just walk away. Just leave then. If, they, if you don't want to go, just say you don't want to go. And I'll invite someone else. Exactly. Like, we need to go on ghost tours. I really, I've never been on any 100%. other ones. 100%. Like, I want to go. I am sure there's, <laughs> I'm sure there's one in Dallas or Fort Worth. Like, I'm. we got to find one that's close by. Yeah. Okay, I feel better. Sorry. I think that's the... Oh, before I finish my story, there is a video we will be posting somewhere. Not the, just the orb photo... But a surprise video, very surprise, <laughs> hilarious video that we did we we did catch something else on camera. That's all I'm gonna say, and it's really funny, <laughs> and I can't wait to post it because I love this video so much. But yeah, and that's the bird cage thing. <laughs> well, that was very interesting. Thank you. <laughs> all right, so I did mine on Miss my story this week. Oh, I can't talk. Sorry. Uh, I did my story this week on a place that I have also been to, and it is called Miss Molly's. It is in the Fort Worth Stockyards, so not far from us. It is the oldest 
bed and breakfast in Fort Worth. And it's, I don't think it's a bed and breakfast anymore because there was some like controversy on what counted as a bed and breakfast and what counted as a hotel. And I think that because they are so, so small that it got turned into a hotel instead of a bed and breakfast or it started to get labeled as a hotel. So Miss Molly's was originally a boarding house for boys in 1910 or for men. It was a boarding house for men. Uh, (laughs) Uh, and it was called the Palace Rooms, and it was considered a high-class or elite hotel for cattlemen. And so it was a place that they could come in and get cleaned up, and obviously they were making lots of money because they were cattlemen and, and be able to have a nice place to spend the night. So very quickly after that, it became known more as a brothel. And then they started to go through Prohibition, which made it even more of a brothel and a place for men to come in come and drink. After um, prostitution was outlawed, it was a boarding house again for a small amount of time, and then it became the first bed and breakfast in the stockyards, and uh, now it's a hotel, as I said. So this was all happening at the same time as kind of like what you were talking about in this um, this era of like cowboys and gunslingers yeah. and bank robbers and train robbers and it is in an area of Fort Worth known as Hell's Half Acre. And it was known as Hell's Half Acre because of the saloons, brothels, gambling, gunfights, drugs, and all the other illegal activities that you <laughs> all, can all think of. All the And um, it was originally developed in 1870. Not Miss Molly's, but Hell's Half Acre mm-hmm. was originally created in the 1870s as a stop for cattle trails from Texas through Kansas. At its peak, it was actually known as the Bloody Third Ward because of all the violence and lawlessness that was there. And it would be a place, it was a hideout for criminals and then lawmen would come like and stake out this area of, of what's now Fort Worth in order to try to catch some of these guys. So um, it's actually really known because lots of people have stayed in Hell's Half Acre, including Butch Cassidy, who was a train and bank robber. And he was a, the leader of the criminal gang known as the Wild Bunch, which to me just sounds like a really cute girl band I name. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to like poo-poo on Butch Cassidy's... Back in the day, that was cool. That was cool, <laughs> I have to say. In 1870s or whatever, like that sounds great. It sounds cool. But like right now, that sounds seems like, like a really cool like... Oh punk country girl band name yes. called the wild bunch and doc holiday which he as you know he was a gambler and a gunfighter and a dentist like mm-hmm. you said <laughs> and um he's most known for his role that led up to the 32nd gunfight at the okay corral and then at a place who was uh most known as sundance kids companion but was also known to um companion butch cassidy <laughs> So, uh, and she was also a member of the Wild Bunch. Whether she was honorary or not, I'm not sure, but she's cool and I love her. (laughs) Um, And then Sundance Kid, obviously, who is a member of the Wild Bunch. And Sundance Kid, Butch Cassidy, and Etta Place actually fled the U.S. to South America when um, the lawmen were starting to put the heat on them. And, um, yeah, so they all three fled together and left. (laughs) They left the wild bunch behind. (laughs) 
So in that time when they were all trying to, like all the lawmen were trying to get the, the criminal activity out, their major complaints were actually against the dance halls and the brothels and not against the gambling and the drinking. I don't know. It's the women's fault, it's you know? It's all the women's <laughs> fault. It is, so Miss Molly's, back to Miss Molly's, it is most known for the paranormal activity surrounding the cattlemen and then there are a few people who claim to have seen women from the brothel and then there's like two child spirits that are there so the first and there's eight rooms in the hotel and two of them belong to the woman that owns it and then the rest of them are rented out so in the cattleman's and the cowboy room they um the ones that they are most likely to see are spirits of cowboys and cattlemen and that's the one that they told us when we were there that that was like more famous sightings like that's the ones that people like see full apparitions or hear boots or see dirt on the floor or whatever and then they have miss amelia's room so miss amelia was a member of the brothel and um she was a sex worker that worked there and she had a daughter that lived with her and her daughter was nine or ten when she died of a childhood disease Mm -hmm. And so people believe that the daughter of the bordello is there and that she likes to play with dolls in Miss Amelia's room and that she's Miss Amelia's daughter that died. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were there, the owner had shown us that there's like a doll on the bed. And like when we first got there, the doll was completely sitting up. And when we went in there later to look, it was all like bent over and like looked like it had just kind of gotten thrown back up there. And she had talked about a video that I think Texas Christian University, so I think TCU actually went there, which to me is a little funky. Like, Texas Christian University is going and doing ghost tours here with the affiliated name of TCU. Yeah. And you could hear, like, a little girl being like, I don't like to dance, which is, like, a full sentence, and that's just crazy. So she was, like, telling us about that. And the other one that is there, I think that this one is like the biggest room that's there. From what I could tell, it was Miss Josie's room. And Miss Josie was actually like the madam. So she like (laughs) ran the brothel. Now, I could not find anything about this when I was looking online. But when I was there, the owner told us about Miss Josie and said that there was a fight between a man that had come in and one of the girls that belonged to the brothel. And Miss Josie took him outside to calm him down and basically promised him better favors in the alleyway. (laughs) But she took him out back and shot him and (gasps) shoved him in a barrel. Is the story that I was told, but I could not find anything about that. (laughs) And I was like, ma'am, this should be on your website. This should be the first thing. This is Miss Molly's. We killed somebody in a barrel. Like, (laughs) yes. And so that, that was told to us and you could see like the alleyway and she had like pointed the alleyway out to us and and things like that. So I don't know if that's a real story or if that's just something that she made up to make it sound cooler. But either way, I'm down. I believe it. Like it happened. Period. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this other um, room is called the Gunslinger Room, and there have been multiple people who have slept in that room and have claimed to have woken up in the middle of the night around 3 a.m. and seen a full apparition of a woman opening their door, walking to the closet, opening the closet door, standing there looking like they're looking for something to wear, closing the closet door, and leaving. Ooh. And everybody that has seen it, which was like three people, which I feel like is a lot of people to be seeing the same exact thing, 
And this wasn't advertised like on their website. This was with an interview that I had watched of them. But to have these multiple people say the same thing yeah. was like kind of spoopy. And all of them said that they would wake up and they would just be like paralyzed with fear. Like they just couldn't even believe what they were seeing. Yeah. And some of these people hadn't come to stay because they knew it was haunted. They had just come to stay because it was in the stockyards. Yeah. And it was historic. So they wanted to stay. And it's one of the cheaper places to stay in the stockyards because there's other hotels, but they're much swankier and much more expensive. And there's another hotel in the stockyards where <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde stayed. So the last apparition that's really well known is a little boy that they call Bobby. And he follows women into the bathroom and tugs on their hair and plays with the shower curtain. And like will tug on their clothes and things. And so people have to like holler at Bobby. I'm glad that's that's the only thing he tugs on. So. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he falls in the bath and then tugs, I was like, no white <laughs> Yeah. So there's um so there's a lot of sad tales that have been associated with Miss Molly's. A lot of the boarders there have lived there, died there. A lot of them have been of natural causes, like heart attacks. One small boy was said to have died because his mom left him there alone for too long. And they said that the reason he died was because he cried himself sick and died. Oh. So um, they kind of wonder if that's like Bobby, if he's like not really meaning to follow women in the bathroom to be creepy, but to follow women in the bathroom to be like, I'm here alone, I need help. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. So that freaking sucks. (laughs) Their website states, this is a quote from their website. The phenomena at Miss Molly's includes full-bodied apparitions, unexplained scents, items disappearing and reappearing, toilets flushing on their own, lights turning on and off, cold spots, unlocked doors refusing to open, and a variety of unidentified but entertaining sounds. So when I was there, we actually, we, we stayed up with the owner really late at night and we would play card games and we, and she would just like tell us stories about the things that she experienced. And she said that she would have like carpet, like rugs flip up on the corners and she'd have to go and push them down or she'd have things topple over or move. And while she was telling all of this, I went to the bathroom and like I could hear it's very thin walls Mm -hmm. and I had gone to the bathroom which was on just the other side of the wall from the kitchen and I was going to the bathroom and I watched the water in the bathroom sink turn on at full blast and I of course screamed because I'm like um (laughs) I'm just trying to use the bathroom and the water just came on like I was worried that I broke something or something and she was like oh yeah that happens and she just turned it back off like Hmm. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, our water bill is ridiculous. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and so it was just crazy. And uh, according to a former owner, one of the housekeepers actually quit because she kept finding uh, coins in rooms, even though um, there would have been, had been no guests in the rooms. And she had just find, finished cleaning the entire place. And when she came back, she found coins where she had just cleaned. And she was just like... I'm done. No, thank you. Yeah, and so some people think that the reason that there's coins there is to, like, pay the sex workers. I'd be a little annoyed as the maid, like, oh, is that what you think of me? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Ghost is like, for cleaning my room. There you go. Do I look like I was born in 1835 (laughs) to you? Excuse you. Sir. (laughs) And coins? No. And coins? Do I look like I'm worth coins? (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, so like I said, Ms. Mollies has been um, visited by not only Texas Christian University's Paranormal Activity <laughs> class, <laughs> so which seems like an oxymoron, but apparently it's real. Um, but it's also been um, investigated by multiple other paranormal investigation groups. And TCU often comes by to record paranormal phenomena. And they have copies of photos and tape recordings and statements from people from TCU that came. And they have them all in the living area. That's set awesome. Up. So they have lots of cool little pictures set up of different, like, orbs and apparitions that they've seen. So when are we going? Oh, I mean, we go <laughs> now, ma'am. I'm ready. Um, I don't know how much it costs. But I was just thinking about that. I was like, I haven't been to this doctor in be, forever. I've never been. Oh, it's really cute. I've heard like people go all the time, and I know people who go all the time. But yeah. Ne- like, like I've never been. I'm from Texas, born and raised. Never been to San Antonio. Oh my gosh, I love San Antonio. Never I've been, been twice. My grandfather was obsessed with like the Alamo, and like we, my grandma had a giant mural of the Alamo hand painted on her wall, like. They like that stuff, and I've never been. Oh my goodness! So I don't, I don't ever go to places. <laughs> Dallas oh, is like well, the only neck of the woods. The fanciest room is 175 a night. Oh, we can do that. So we could easily do that. I think I stayed in the cattleman's room or the gunslinger room. I think. Ooh, we should make the boys stay in their own room. Make them share a bed. <laughs> yes. They're really gonna appreciate that. <laughs> well, that and so then they can watch their own roll over to spoon Jackson <laughs> in the middle of the night, and Jackson just leave. <laughs> oh, Jackson would accept, but take it. It's He'd be like, this is fine. Oh, my goodness. Would, like, walk into their room the next morning to, like, wake them up, and they're, like, little cuddled up under the covers. They're cuddled. Yeah. So, Miss Josie's is, like, that fa- that big fancy room. It has its own private bath. Um, so, that's the most expensive one, and then it goes all the way down to 125 or $100. That's really not bad, because, I mean, especially if, since we're, if we're going, we're probably not going to stay yeah. Too many days, especially because we're not that we don't live that far. No. But we're going for the experience. Exactly. So it's like I would totally pay $175. Yes. Apparently, while I'm on the website, I did, I did not click <laughs> on this earlier. But apparently Leanne Womack Ooh. recorded a video there for There's More Where That Came From. No way. <laughs> look on your face is more than shook. And it features the song I I May Hate Myself in the Morning, but I'm gonna love you tonight. And she performed the song with Jack Ingram. While filming the video at Miss Molly's and was filmed in the Opal Ann room and other areas of the hotel. That's really cool. My mom used to be obsessed with Leanne Womack. That was really cool. Which wait, which room did I say it was in? Opal Ann's. Okay. Well, I don't see Opal Ann. Huh. I'll have to ask her when we go. You're like, which one is this? I need to stay in there. Okay, now I feel like now I want to go watch her video. I know, I'm gonna pull it up. (laughs) I'm already there. (laughs) All right. Well, we watched the video. It wasn't that exciting. Kids it is off. all for, it is mostly filmed in the stockyards, so I'll give That's them really that cool. one, but I like <laughs> that. It, is good. it does seem like a decent song for, I liked it. for being country. Uh, I think that's all I had. Yeah, I think that, and that was the most, oh, one more thing. I did have one more thing. So the, she told us that if you opened a Bible in the middle of the night, or whatever, whenever you got scared, whenever you didn't want the spiritual activity to come around anymore, if you opened up a Bible, it would stop. Well, that was a damn lie. <laughs> oh, no. Because, can I borrow your book for a yes. second? Yes. So we opened a Bible, and we opened it, like, right smack dab in the middle. We were like, there you go. And it would go, like, like, this way, and then this way, and then this way in the middle of the night. Like, without moving the spine at all, these pages would, like, 
this way, and then this way. Like somebody was like thumbing through through it really, really quickly. It happened all night. I did not sleep at all, and we turned the fan off to try to get like it to stop everything. And it, but it wouldn't just go one direction because it would just like you know if it would only go one direction, it would go one direction. Yeah. But it would go one direction, and then we go the other direction, and then it would go one direction, and then we go the other. And I was like, "Someone really needed the scripture. Somebody <laughs> really needed the Lord's word." Sure, <laughs> skim read, you know. Crazy. Well, I mean, I think that's it for this episode. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we there was a lot. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Um, if you enjoyed our podcast and want a little bit more, you can go to Instagram at the Weird Wives Club podcast. Or you can go to our website at weirdwivesclub.wixsite.com backslash podcast. Um, we're going to be posting the photos and videos and links to the Leanne Womack song that we talked about on our Instagram. Let and us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about or if you have any personal stories you want to share of the places we've been to or places you think we should go to or talk about you can comment on comment. our instagram you can dm us or you can email us at weirdwivesclub at gmail and maybe one day your story will get shared on our podcast yeah we'll shout you out yep <laughs> <laughs> all right we will see you in the next episode bye